This is a Cortez Currents news update. The city of Campbell River thanks the region's three big fish farm companies for their donations towards specialized recreation. Deb Simpson, a specialized recreation programmer who normally operates out of the Campbell River Community Center, explained... Grig has been our sponsor for a long time, over seven or eight years. Grig Seafood has has sponsored us financially, and that's helped put on programs for mostly adults with disabilities. We have one program as well for youth with disabilities during the school year. And last year they had something else going on and they weren't sure they were going to make the full amount that they normally donate. So I requested that Cermak and Maui also donate and they agreed but Sir Matt decided that they wanted to do one more and so they gave a little bit more. How large were these contributions? Under 2,000 each. This is not the first time that donations from these three fish farm companies have made the news. Shortly after the COVID-19 pandemic began, Cermak Canada and Greg Seafood BC donated 60,000 pounds of salmon to Food Banks Canada. Maui Canada West responded by delivering a thousand pounds of Atlantic salmon to food banks in Campbell River and Port Hardy. The three companies have fish farms in the Discovery Islands and offices in Campbell River. The Campbell River Business Recovery Task Force identified fish farms as one of the three key first dollar industries on which Campbell River's economy depends. Cermak, Maui, and Greg Seafood bring roughly $150 million a year into Campbell River and the surrounding area through wages and purchases from supporting businesses. So what about the donations these companies made to specialized recreation? Does this money make a difference? It does a lot, uh, especially with COVID. Tell me about some of your other donors besides the fish farms. Who else um, that's generally about it. In the past, we've worked a lot for the funds. We've usually done concessions at any of the events, larger events at the community center. So our folks will come in and help serve food by donation. And they've earned a lot of money through that. They also participated in the old Fiber Fest, which was needle arts, sewing, and that sort of thing. They have a pretty regular sewing program. So they would come to that and they would sell the things that they had sewn. This year, the instructor, I mean, we were only, well, we haven't actually, oh yeah, we did in January. So in January, 2020, they didn't have too many fairs going on. So at the beginning of the year, they created scarves, mitts, and toques. And then a local volunteer came and handed them out to the homeless. To what degree would you rely on sponsorships? Um, well, because of this year, we've decided that we've started to charge a little bit. Um, in the past, the programs have largely been low cost or free. So we're charging a little bit. Uh, however, uh, most of our adults with disabilities, they either have volunteer jobs, they don't work, or they have some subsidized income that isn't a whole lot to support them with. So we have a program called the LIFE program. It stands for Leisure Involvement for Everyone. And so a lot of ours, I mean, financially, they fall under that category of 
not making above a certain amount of money so they can apply through the life program for assistance, um, which gets them 52 drop-in programs a year, as well as if it's a, a registered program that costs a good chunk of money, then they can get three of those programs at 50% off. A, a few things have happened in the last little while that make us realize how valuable our programs are. Um, two summers ago, our organization created an impact assessment of the summer camp that we run with in together in collaboration with the Ministry of Children and Family Development and the information that we got out of those interviews with the families mostly the parents or foster parents of the children the impact that that camp has and them how they feel being able to connect with their peers and be completely relaxed and complete completely themselves and just feel like they have a home base was really evident in the interviews that we had and then the second thing was during covid so during covid when we were shut down as a facility I ended up calling a lot of the clients that usually would come in and participate in our programs and just asking how they were doing. And they just felt very unconnected and lost. And, and they realized how important their programs were. So we started to do programs on Zoom for the most part, just started small. Okay, you want to talk and meet with your friends. You haven't been able to see them. Let's get this Zoom going. And we started to bring your own coffee or tea and and chat. From there, moved on to including a kind of a dance program, another movement program, and our most popular program, which is called Singing for Fun. And so Singing for Fun is we have a um, musician leader he comes in and he sings and he plays the guitar and we have also a lot of volunteers that come in and play so during the height of COVID when people were kind of locked down um, John Hollywood would come in and I would help him zoom to our participants at home since things sort of started back up in September that program was one that stayed both in person and on Zoom. So we do it live and then I Zoom it in to the folks at home. Our Monday evening social program is also really popular and we started off that on Zoom. It's a bit different because often it involved meals, which is definitely not um, possible during COVID times. So done a lot of changes to kind of make that program possible. Linda Sams, Sustainable Development Director for CIRMAC Canada, said we actively support the communities in which we live and work through hundreds of thousands of dollars per year in community sponsorships and in-kind funding for projects, programs, or initiatives. The programs offered by the Specialized Recreation Program are a wonderful example of providing opportunity for social and community connection, which, as we know, is more important than ever during this pandemic. Can you tell me the stories of one or two people who participate and what kind of a difference it makes to them? Sure. So the fellow who was sponsored in the CIRMAC ad, his name is Alexis Samarodin. Alexis, um, very reliable guy, uh, super, he's probably, I don't know, maybe in his 30s or 40s. 
And he really found a sense of purpose with making sure that he gets up and gets involved with the program. He also has developed his leadership skills. So over the summer, I don't generally run programs at all for the adults. And he wanted to continue because they were seeing how important it was for himself as well as for his friends and peers. So he continued it over the summer with without my involvement. And he's back now. So if we're in person, he'll take the attendance. He'll make sure the conversation is going and that the more quiet folks will still have that opportunity to talk and he'll try and involve them. Um, we've got another person who is nonverbal autistic and he, right now he can't, he doesn't have a lot of sense of boundaries. Um, so when he's online on zoom, he is right up here like this, just so that he can hear, you can tell he wants to be there and he wants to be involved and he sings and he, 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 he doesn't talk but he knows all the words to almost all the songs that we sing. And he's especially marvelous when he plays If I Had a Million Dollars by the Bare Naked Ladies. He's got our Canadian content down pat. Trying to think of a couple of others. Um, we've got a new program out with a young woman who is in a wheelchair and she has found with COVID that she really wants to get her activity level and her fitness level up. And she did some things on her own. And now she's helping with an exercise group once a week. And she's leading them from her wheelchair. She's doing a walking program, a walking and talking educational kind of program. You've been listening to an interview with Deb Simpson, a specialized recreation programmer with the city of Campbell River, talking about her program and the small donations it received from Campbell River's three fish farm companies.